Hey y'all, this is a previously recorded Instagram live interview I did back in June with Vina Love. She is a singer and a reality TV personality on WeTV, Growing Up Hip Hop, New York. She is an amazing young lady. She is also the daughter of Kid Capri. And I would love for you guys to enjoy every moment of this interview. You will feel uplifted and inspired by this young lady. She is amazing. So enjoy. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Life Her Podcast. Hi. Hey, Bina. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you? Are uh, you breaking up a little bit? Let me... <laughs> What's that? What's up, girl? Hi. How you doing? I'm well. I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Hanging in there too. <laughs> no, with COVID, got us all on lockdown. Mm -hmm. Exactly. With everything open. How you been coping with Lord? <laughs> like. You know, it's just like so much. Like just so much. <laughs> it's okay. You got it. Yeah, we back in action. We we back. Yeah, we back. <laughs> back. Okay. So how how you been doing during this um COVID season we having? Um, I've been eating a lot, sleeping a lot. Uh, <laughs> writing a lot and just doing a lot of planning um for me i didn't take it as everyone else did i wasn't as um uh productive and innovative i guess uh -huh. um for me it was more of like a break like okay settle down uh -huh. and just you know like rejuvenate and just try to you know spend some time with yourself so that's really yeah. how, I, how i took it I mean, girl, that's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's something you needed. I love that song, Oxtails. Thank you. Thank that you. song is bomb. I was listening to it the other day, and it was so funny. Um, I have a daycare center, and one of the little girls was listening to it. <laughs> she was doing some TikTok off of it. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> but I didn't get to catch her doing it, because I was going to straight send it to you, too. Yes, I'd have been excited to see that. <laughs> Yes, and I like um, Henny V also. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you you really killing that. So, do you write songs all the time? Yeah, all the time. Do you? Mm -hmm. When did you know you wanted to start writing and singing and everything? Um, I was actually a writer before I was a singer. I used to do okay. like poetry and like I was like really into that kind of stuff. So I was always writing, and then once I noticed I had a voice and I wanted to make my own songs. It just naturally started to happen, put a melody to it, and you know. Really? How old was you then when you started doing all that? Hmm. Maybe, I think I started doing poetry, like getting into it, like maybe like eight, nine years old, and then uh, singing, like really, really singing. Um, maybe like 11, 12. When I got to high school, though, that's when I really started, um, like, you know, training and all that kind of stuff, because I went to performing arts. Um, high school, so that's where all of my training came from. Okay, so what what was what is life like 
being grown up and you being Kid Capri's daughter and trying to separate the two mm -hmm. between you becoming an artist and going out on your own and then knowing he your father and everyone mm -hmm. know that. Um, honestly, I I lived a very normal childhood. I'm from Harlem. Um, I went to a public school. And, like, people knew, but it wasn't something that I flaunted because, to me, he was always just dad. It was never just, like, mm -hmm. it was like, oh, he's kicking free. Like, I was too young to really understand. Um, as I got older, things started to change. People started to notice. And people would treat me differently, which is kind of crazy. Like, you would think I'm the one that would be, like, you know, acting funny. But, yeah, people started treating me differently and just, um, just always wanted to know, like, well, why are you here? And he's not here. And like, it's just like, it was just a lie. Like, it was just stupid. But now that I have my own career, and by the way, me and my dad have an amazing relationship. Um, he, just, he just spent a lot of time on tour and stuff like that. But um, now that I have my own career, um, it's very important to me to not rely on him. It's very important to me to not run to him for everything because I was taught what it meant to work hard. I was taught what it meant to go get my own. So for me to, just because I'm in the same industry as him, that doesn't mean I have to go to him for everything. And I just wanted to be my own person. I wanted to, the same way he has a legacy of his own, I wanted the same for me. And me being his daughter just be a plus, not the reason as to why I'm going in the direction I'm going. So thankfully, he, we both have that understanding. And Right. Yeah. Right. And that's dope. That's one thing that I do love about you. It's like you so strong and like you have this huge independence and you just you know what the hell you want. <laughs> it's like you know what you want, you going for what you want, and you're really not leaning on your parents to do everything for you. It's like you just want to prove to yourself that you can do yeah, it. That I'm capable. And I was like, and that's so dope. I really I'm proud of you that you're Thank doing you. that. <laughs> and and don't stop just keep going because it's, it's very meaningful because you never know what girls are looking up to yeah. you and they lean on their parents for things and mm -hmm. you really not that's like your last resort mm -hmm. you know yeah. and that that's really good so was it like did you ever deal with like any type of bullying or because you say that people um, change I definitely dealt with bullying in like fourth grade like that's why I remember it the most and it was more so, not because there was anything wrong with me, but, like, I was just in the class where there were a group of girls who were, like, just always mean. Like, that's just what it was. So I definitely experienced it. And from there, I think that was my moment of, like, look, I'm my own person. Nobody's going to take advantage of me. Nobody's going to treat me like this. I'm going to go mm -hmm. get what I want. I'm going to do things my way. So it started for me at a very young age. And, like, I've learned discipline and working hard before that before fourth grade i've been i'm classically trained in ballet african tap jazz everything since i was two years yeah. old so i've always been in dance school i always went i always knew what it meant to work hard and to you know try to stand out but not be too like you know like not do too much so yeah. in fourth grade and here these little bullies go it's like all right you're killing my spirit and i never wanted to feel like that again so i just changed my narrative that's good. So was it like that in high school or it just no. reversed? No. It high reversed? School, when I got to high school, people didn't really know about my dad. They didn't know until, um, like, I had a show. And he surprised me. He came to the show. And when I was performing, it was my first time my dad seen me on stage singing. 
like he always told me dancing. He never like came to a show where I was actually singing. So he comes to the show, I'm singing and I hit a certain note and he runs to the stage and he's banging on the stage. Like, <laughs> he's banging on the stage like, that's my daughter, that's my daughter. And uh, that right there, that's when that's when everybody knew. And people people were excited. People people were more so excited. But for me, I was like, <sighs> <laughs> right, like I've been keeping it low profile. Like, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> I've been keeping it cool this whole time. And here you go, like shout right. out to excitement, Dad. But like, come on. <laughs> but I guess he knew that everybody. I guess he thought that everybody knew already. So it was like, but yeah, but high school there was no bullying though. I actually had the best years of my life in high school that's good that's real good and I'm, I'm glad to know that because some kids do go through that yeah. once people find out like who the father is or you will get leeches like people mm -hmm. want to just be your friend just because right. and all that have you ever dealt with situations like that um yeah definitely uh for me i never wanted to be even now like i'm i'm a possibly a 24 year old woman and there's I don't want to be a negative example of anything so for me I like I pay attention to a lot of things like I pay attention to body language I pay attention to you know how many times you ask for something or yeah. how many times you want to hang out with me if I'm upset do you come through so I really paid attention to stuff like that so I never really if I ever went through a phase where a friend was moving funny if I noticed it nine times out of ten we stopped talking and never started talking again so I'm always aware of stuff like that, but I never wanted to be that girl who was like, yo, like, you know, Vina was friends with such and such, and she did X, Y, and Z, and Vina stayed friends right. with her, and now this person is doing it. Like, you know, it was just like, I never Ooh. wanted to be that. So I definitely am very cautious about who I let around me and, like, who's in my circle and all that kind of stuff. You have to. Mm -hmm. You have to. I'm, I'm like that myself, because, you know... Some people are just real spiteful, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like sometimes you you don't want to be dealing with all that when you're trying to keep yeah. your peace in line, you know. Exactly. And and that's good that you are tapped into that because that's like a that's a gift. That's like yeah. a spirit of discernment. Mm -hmm. You know, just keeping track of that. So yeah. what? How did you get into starting like being on growing up in hip hop? So they reached out. They were reaching out for a while, and I was very hesitant because I'm yes it's TV but I'm still human and I'm trying to figure out my way through the industry that I'm in and anything that I say and anything that I do will be held against me and I'm trying to figure that part out so being on reality TV and I'm still trying to figure that out if you say something to me that I don't like and I respond in a certain kind of way that yes. could put me in a position where what I'm doing with my career, I could I could just mess it up. Right. So I was very hesitant. Um, we spoke a couple times. We we finally had a meeting like about maybe like a year later, and um, the meeting was with me, my dad, my managers, and they were just assuring us that it was a family show. Like, of course, we're gonna run into you know hiccups and stuff. You're gonna run into some yes. problems or whatever. It's entertainment. It's TV. So. You're definitely right. going to that, but it's about family. We want to show people that even if you do get into drama, there's a way to get out of it. So right. we understood that. We felt like it would be good um, to, you know, just for me and my career and letting people get to know me and things like that. Right. So we did it. And 
Of course, exactly what I thought was going to happen, happened. <laughs> but me and my castmates were all fine. Everybody's all great. Everything's, you know, and I think it did well for me in terms of, you know, just exposure. Even if you didn't really get to hear my music, like, you go to my Instagram and, like, you know, it just opens that door for you to now know who I am. So it was definitely yeah. a dope experience. Yeah, it's like you really chilled and laid back and you just like to just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, you know, until I'm taken there. Like, until it's yeah. like... <laughs> But yeah, like I just, you know, I like to be in my own zone and like have fun and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, what other things that you have going on right now? So, I'm currently reworking my first album, um, getting ready to release that, which I'm really, really excited about. And I want to say so many more things, but everything's like a secret. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's everything's cool. Like a secret, so. <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of things going on. I'm really excited. I've been quiet. Um, I know like a lot of people are like looking at my Instagram like, oh, she's not super active. She's not constantly on the gram. And it's like, we in a weird time right now. So for me, being on Instagram all day is a little draining. So I've definitely been taking a step back. But me and my team are doing so many things right now. And we're just ready to reveal everything to the world. I'm so excited. That's good. So what inspired you to come up with certain songs um just either memories experiences uh sometime i'll be in the studio and i'll just be like yo give me a word and then we'll just build a song with that one word. Like, yeah so it's just like you know it's really just a it's a natural thing thankfully it's a natural thing i don't have to work too hard to get a song out especially if i'm going through something that's like the perfect time for me to like oh yeah in the studio. <laughs> get the right like crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get to write your whole life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how do you feel that the industry has changed from your childhood until now? Has it changed drastically? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, since before, since before I was born, you had to be special. You had to be scouted. You had to be, somebody had to come get you, like Motown. Somebody right, had to right. go in front and sing and like you know you have to like, yeah. really make somebody believe in you but now you don't need that uh you could be you could not be able to sing at all but as long as you look good and it's catchy it'll catch on you don't need an approval but anybody from anybody but instagram or twitter or facebook so it's definitely a different world and i think is that and i think that's a negative thing i think a positive thing um i think the women in the industry are now getting their flowers. They're now being yeah. appreciated for who they are. They're now able to make the music they want to they they want to make. They can say the things they want to say. They can express. We can be as expressive yeah. as we want to, and it's accepted. And if it's not accepted, we don't care. So I think that's the beauty of you know how much of this changed. Um, and I think we still have. Um, let me not say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how cautious you be. It, it's really, really good though. Like it's good. It's like you know, I'm the type of person like I think before I speak and say right. things because you know people take stuff to the left yeah. and you really mean it that way. So I'm so glad that you are like that. I'm that's good. Keep Thank it up. <laughs> but um, what about how do you feel? Do they try to make you? half decade all the time instead of being fully clothed. Well, I had an episode like that in the show. And that was really just a show. show. 
Yeah, there was an episode where I was uh, doing a photo shoot and I had a leotard on, and my dad walked in on the shoot like, why is, why is your behind out? And oh. so that episode was really just to show, like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to... You don't have to exploit yourself to be successful. You don't have that. That's not a thing that you have to do. And throughout my career, I've always been that way. I'm not a person who's a fan of showing everything. I <laughs> like to, of course, be sexy, of course. But you can be sexy and not, um, you know, harm yourself. Right. Harm yourself. So right. And I say that just as confidently as I say I have stripper friends. I have friends who that's their life that's what they do like and i love right. them to death. that's that's their occupation that's what they choose yeah. to do like, you don't have to do that to be successful is with the point mm -hmm. so for me I mean, if I don't like for you is for you yeah if i don't like something i don't like it and i'm not doing it it's just that simple i won't sign the contract you're gonna I, you're coming to me as a businesswoman you you want to do business with me so i have to be pleased in order for me to give you what it is that you want I have to be my best self in order to sell whatever product it is that you need for me to sell. And I can't do that if I'm being forced to do something that I don't want to do. So if I don't like it, it don't get done. And my team are like, my team is full of women. So it was all bulldogs. And it's like Ooh. a bunch of women are coming yeah. at you. It's like, oh, she's not doing that. Like, <laughs> so me personally, I don't really go through that, but I encourage everybody else to, you know, have that. Keep your foot on it. Yeah. Like, listen. Yeah. Like, yeah. creating boundaries. It's exactly. like, dang, we about to go to Venus, so we already know what's up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And once you do that with one person, the word gets around. Like, yo. Oh, yeah. You know, she not with all that. Like, you know, so. And I don't necessarily have to come off like that. My team does. That's their yeah. job. My manager comes off as, listen, we're going to shake hands, we're going to do business, and that's that. For me, I could come in the room and be as sweet as I want to be, but you know with the vibe is you know what i accept and what i don't accept and it's i feel like as women especially as black women we don't allow ourselves to feel comfortable with giving people boundaries we feel like okay. if we give somebody boundaries they're going to automatically label us as the mad black woman no it's okay for you to say i'm not doing this this is how we're going to do it if you don't like it we don't have to do it and there's nothing wrong with that yes um but what would you say with women that trying to find a self-confidence and even trying to find a voice you know sometimes women have just been quiet for so long and just let things pass due to those reasons of everybody want to be like oh you talk too much you want to be strong black woman you're miserable you're this you know they always say downplay things what's something uplifting and inspiring you could say to that woman You know, like when people say be you and it just yeah. seems like so general, like it seems like, oh, okay, whatever that means. If you are naturally you, if you naturally don't like something, okay, for instance, when you laugh, if something is funny, you laugh. You don't think like, oh shit, do I want to laugh? You laugh. Right. You naturally laugh. If you don't like something, react. The way you feel, you have to. If you don't, you will never get the respect that you're longing to get. If you feel something, let it come out of you. Let it pour out of you. So what? People are going to talk about you regardless. If you do right. everything right and you think that you're perfect, there's still going to be somebody who says, oh, my gosh, she's too perfect. So at the end of the day, you cannot please everybody. The only person you can please is you. And a lot of times what we do is put other people before us. We, we, we put other people's 
their opinions before our own opinions. We, we tend to want to please everybody before us. And that's a problem. Yeah. It it's a you. big problem. And I think that's what we, like a lot of us women, I feel like a lot of us women find ourselves taking care of other people instead yeah. of taking care of ourselves. And then after taking care of people so long, it's like, okay, they don't even appreciate it. Yeah. And they feel like you're obligated yeah. to continue to do these things. And they have know not that's even, not how it works. And they have not even proven to you that they deserve to be around you. You're yeah. trying to prove that you deserve to be around them, and they're not doing it in return. And you end up being caught up in these messy situations, whether it's relationship, friendship, business. It all relates. And we, yes. we all do it. We all do it. Yes. And I think and I think for us, like for my generation, I'm, I'm 23. Um, my mom is in her 50s. I was raised with a bunch of boys. I was raised with women who took care of everybody. They took care of everybody mm -hmm. in the household. They cleaned for everybody. They cook for everybody. So that's who that's how I grew up to be. But everybody's right. not like me. Everybody's not like that. People take things like that for granted. So yep. you know, it's just you gotta be aware and you gotta act accordingly, move accordingly. Yeah. It's more or less like a you're you grew up with morals. Yeah. You grew up yes. with learning what respect is and you grew up with loyalty is. Mm -hmm. Like you grew up with those things. So a lot of people don't know that. So mm -hmm. that's what that's what brought you to your spirit of discernment on you being careful on who's around you and who's right. in your space because if it's not, it's it'll affect you. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? And you I gotta stay on your path. I know what it feels like when somebody loves me. I know when it what it feels like when somebody respects me. I know what it feels like when somebody wants to do right by me. Because if that's not your intention, it comes out. It pours out of you. The negative yeah. the negativity comes out of you naturally. So, yeah, yeah, and then how you start snapping? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then you know, don't don't left, left, so <laughs> like it's a wrap. Yeah, it's over after that. So, <laughs> so, so what is something? What is one of the um experience worst experiences that you ever had? Uh, like in music or just in life? Just in life. I had some really bad experiences. Oh, <laughs> Real bad ones. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say it because it gets hella personal. So let me think. Let me think of something. The worst experience I've ever dealt with. I would say, if anything, it may have come from like a past relationship or something like that, like getting my heart broken. Um, I'm a very emotional person. I feel everything. <laughs> I'm very expressive about the things that I feel. So if you're doing something to hurt me and I'm expressing it and you're continuously hurting me, um, that breaks me down. That makes me feel like I'm worthless, like I'm the problem. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the worst things I've been, like one of the worst things I've ever felt. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's probably, that's probably like when that reverse psychology comes yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. You know, when a person is guilty mm -hmm. and trying to make you feel bad for what so that they don't feel bad about what they're doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And that and yeah. that that is a bad experience, especially when it's like someone you genuinely love and yeah. care about. And so I don't let things go. I hold grudges. I that's one of my flaws. Yeah, that's one of my flaws. Like I will not I will not speak to you. And I will never forget what you did. It will always replay in my head. Well, they know. I'm also not a. Um, 
somebody asked me what what's um something that nobody knows about you so this is one thing i am not good at healing i'm not good mm -hmm. at uh like if something happens to me if something emotionally hurts me it takes me a while to heal from it if i don't get the time to do that i will hate you forever and what you did will never you be erased out my brain that's not good vena i know <laughs> You have to like move on and heal from something. You don't necessarily got to hold a grudge to that person because of what mm -hmm. they did, because they have to live with that. But you're creating it to make yourself live with it. Mm -hmm. And so you now, should do that. That's where I'm at. So the writing and all of that, that <laughs> becomes therapeutic. That helps with all of that. Yeah. Helps me release that. But um, yeah, you know, I'm 23. I put a lot of pressure on myself. So you still growing. You still growing though. You like, you know, I'm still really young. So yeah, you still young. But don't don't let that um continue that because it mm -hmm. creates you to block your blessings too. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm and saying? So it. yeah. But as you get older, you are gonna recognize how to let things mm -hmm. go. Because I used to be like that too. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time. Like I will not speak to you. Yeah. Because like, I just think of like, how could you do something to me that I would never do to you? Like, you know, right. like, it's just like, okay, so you don't care about how I feel. So now I don't care how you feel. I don't yeah. care that you care that I don't want to talk to you. I don't care. So, yeah. so I get like that. That's what stops me from healing my anger. Like, I don't care. But so that's, that's it for me. But yeah, I'm growing. It's definitely something I'm trying to grow out of. So yeah. Yeah, well, one thing about it, you recognize it though. Yeah, exactly. Some people just be so in denial. Yeah. They be like, "No, that's not me. That's not and true." I, hate, no. I now let me not say hate, but I I very much dislike a person who is in denial about anything. I don't like delusion. I don't like any of that. I'm fully aware of everything that's going on around me. So, I know I know when I have a bad trait. I know when I pick up a bad tendency. I know. I know when I have to fix something. So that's what this quarantine is about. Like really just trying to fix, yeah. you know, certain things. What I do is I'll be honest with a person and I tell them my wrongdoings. Mm -hmm. And after that, if you accept this, after I told mm -hmm. you, I don't want to hear nothing about that's it. True. That's true. Because you already, you know this already. Yeah. Yeah, when you start to experience it, just help me get over that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just take time because, you know, we take on a lot of people's stuff, especially dudes. Mm -hmm. we, we take on a lot of things to a point we forgive in so many ways. Yeah. But once they experience a side of us, it's like, no, nah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. You know? Yeah. So that's that's where that come in at, and you you gonna be able to balance all of that easy. <laughs> it's um, just gonna take time. It's gonna take time. Yeah, it's tiring. It's very tiring. <laughs> I already know. So what else? Um, like in the industry that you experienced that a bad experience that you done had. Um, I've experienced, you know, like. When I walk in a room, the first thing people look at is, like, you know, me. Like, how I look, how I dress, how I smell. Because I really take pride in smelling good all the time. Okay. Um, so, like, people look at that. Guys look at that. And the first thing they want to do is have 
some kind of sexual or romantic relationship with me rather than looking at me as a businesswoman. So that's something I experience. I've, I have experienced often. Now that I have a name for myself and I've set those boundaries, I don't really deal with that as much anymore, but that was definitely a problem. Like, like people wouldn't even, they didn't even care that I sung. It was just like, yo, like, really? you look good. Like, can we go on a date? Like, bro, hold on. Right. And you know what's so crazy? It's like sometimes people don't like to get to know you mentally no yeah. more. Yeah. It's like straight off top, physical, mm -hmm. let's go. Yeah. No, and, and that's bad. Some of the prettiest, most beautiful, most handsomest, they be the worst, they be the garbage ones on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they be Talk the ones up. that are terrible. So it's just crazy. Like, it's like people forgot about that term, never judge a book by its cover. Like, it's true. Just because they look good doesn't mean that they're good for you. So, oh, yeah. 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 Good so how you else, but not you. Yeah, like I come in a room and I look cute. How you automatically assuming that I'm somebody you can take home to your mom? Like, come on now. Like, just like you know, talk to me a little bit. But yeah, that's something. That's something negative I experienced. Wow, and that and that's really sad that you experienced that. But do you feel like now you have put a name out for yourself instead of with your dad's name being tied to it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Before it was, hey, this is being a love, Kick Capri's daughter. Now it's. This is Vina Love. She does X, Y, and Z. And oh, mm -hmm. her dad is Kicker Pre too. It's like that. Like the conversation <laughs> changes a little bit, which I'm I'm really proud of because I'm not I'm not ashamed of my father being my father. I'm not ashamed of that at all. Um but it's just like, you know, I want my respect too. The same way he went out and got his is the same way I'm going out and getting mine. And yeah, just, it's just, like building up. It's like building your own legacy. Yeah. And then once you built your legacy, you can have yours on top of his. Yeah. And that just make it like crazy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like and that and that's really good that you're doing that because some people just like the easy way and just like yeah. just go. Like, all right, I'm trying to get right there to the top right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, real good. Something my dad always said to me, like, you want you want longevity. Like you don't want to be here today and going tomorrow. So that comes with putting in work, spending the time, making connections, going and meeting people, going and working at it. If you just get a hit song and you blow up, let's, what if you don't get another hit song after that? Now you just disappear. Like, yeah. you have to really, like, you know, embed your name and who you are into people's brains. And that was just always my goal. Yep. And and that's good that that's, that's your goal when you continue to do things like that. Are you in the studio almost every day or? Uh, absolutely. Well, not since quarantine. Nobody want to take no uh, studios. They're scared. <laughs> but uh, yeah, prior to that, I'm always in the studio. I sit in the studio for hours and hours and hours. If you can't find me, I'm in the studio. I'm in the house. One or the other. So yesterday I was in the studio till seven o'clock this morning. What is it? Seven o'clock. Yes. 7 a.m. And I went, got some breakfast, came home, and went to sleep at 9 a.m. <laughs> so what else you doing besides singing and writing? What else do you like to do besides that? I love dancing. I love cooking. I love to direct. I love editing. I love modeling, uh, catwalk, and catwalk, <laughs> walking, <laughs> and uh you know, like magazines and stuff like that. I'm really into all that kind of stuff. Uh, I like sports, but I'm not a, like, huge sports fan. Like, I like basketball, but um, I used to play volleyball. 
Yeah, I'm into, I'm into a lot of things. You're into a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your main focus right now is just writing and singing? At this no, I'm moment? doing it all right now. The main oh, focus you do right everything? Now, yeah. Right now, we're, we're trying to get the album out. I wrote every song on the album, so we're trying to, we're trying to get the album out. And, um, you know, getting into movies, all my videos I've directed, I've edited. Um, yeah, we're doing everything. I'm into hair, makeup. I do my own hair, do my own makeup. Um, I love fashion. So, yeah, we're really doing all of that right now. All that well, you're time. just killing it right now all yeah. the way around. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> For real, it's just like you got to grind to get it. And it's mm -hmm. like you don't appreciate it so much. Yeah. One cool thing about it is you young. You ain't got, you don't have kids? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. You, you really about to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Because you don't got nothing stopping you but yourself. Right. So it's like, man, I could keep going. I could conquer any and everything yep. and get it done at and this I'm moment. Super excited to see where we're going to end up. And like, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Because you, you have a beautiful voice. I love yeah. it. Thank you. I really love it. I I personally I don't watch reality TV shows. I feel you, girl. I feel you. <laughs> so I've never seen it before, mm -hmm. nothing like that, or any other ones. Mm -hmm. But overall, I love your energy. I love your personality. I love your strength. I love your spirit of discernment. Like you are really, really dope. You are going far. You have a. Thank you. You just have so much wisdom to you for your for your age, and it shows your upbringing. It shows how good of a parents that you have. Mm -hmm. So, like you, you could thank your parents every chance. Yeah, yep. because like it's a lot, it's a lot of young women that don't have the mindset mm -hmm. that you have, mm -hmm. and it's like the only thing on their mind right now is getting materialistic stuff. Yeah. Hanging around dudes, clubbing, kicking it, it is nothing like a priority, and you have mm -hmm. priorities. Thank you. Thank you. Like, like for real. So are um how do you feel about people do, being materialistic? Um, I get it. I get it, but um you live in a house with your mom, your grandmother, and your brother, and you got all these Gucci bags and all of this and all of that. And your house burns down. Now what do you have? Your mom, Nothing. your brother, your grandmother. That's it. Yeah. So you're going crazy for all these. And then, like, people don't think money-wise. If you, I'm not about to go spend $500 on a pair of jeans. I'd rather put the $500 to the side, get another $500, spend $1,000 on a Chanel bag. And if my house gets foreclosed and I got to go get my shit together, I go sell my Chanel bag because that's something people are going to buy. Next season... There's not going to be $1,000 no more. It's going to be 2800 You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So people oh, are materialistic, yeah. stupidly, though. It's okay to be materialistic, but make sure you're doing it right. Like, make sure you, like, you know? So yeah. for me, I like, I love nice things, but I'm into homes and cars yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, I love bags, but, like, I don't go crazy for expensive shirts and expensive jeans, expensive shoes, like, I'm, if I'm going to spend money on anything, it's like a bag. But I'm really into, like, yeah, like, home decor and, like, Just having build a really well. nice car, like, you know? Yeah, and that's good. It's good to like even just build wealth. Um, I know when I was when I was your age, man, I spent money like crazy. Oh yeah, I and spent now money. it's 
Yeah, so it's like it's to a point like dang i i shouldn't have bought that i should i really should have bought a house yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i could have had rental properties and things of that nature right. it's like you got to think of ways to build wealth mm -hmm. for yourself and then once you get older it's like oh i could buy that easy yep i could buy a chanel bag with no problem mm -hmm. you know so it, it, it's good that you have that mindset because it's very, very important because it's no telling what, where time will go. Like, exactly. look at the situation we in now. Mm -hmm. We can't do nothing. That's what so it's like, you got to find something. You going crazy for all this materialistic stuff. Where are you wearing it to? You can't <laughs> go nowhere. Over. They you can't go nowhere. Oh, they can so, do it online. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, it's just like, it's just, I don't know people's but I, I guess it comes from when you don't have anything that you're um trying to get to if you don't have a goal then it's just like you you could be careless you're careless about certain things you don't really care where you're spending your money and you know all that kind of stuff so I mean I guess it's I guess everybody has their own opinions on like materialistic stuff but like I don't know materialistic for me is like eating the best steak I could eat or like <laughs> drinking the best champagne I could drink. Like I'm into that kind of stuff. That's good. Cause it's for you though. Yeah. It's for me. That's what I'm saying. You know? Everybody, you know, everybody's yeah. different. Everybody got their own way of, you know, definitely. So before we um sign off, what is something uplifting and inspiring that you could share with young women and older women? Oh girl, you're going to go through so much. You're going to go through so much. I remember when I was 14 and I first got my heart broken and my mom was like, you're going to go through this so many more times. And I was like, how is this even possible? But it's true. And it's not only heart heartbreak from men, it's heartbreak from friends, families, jobs, um, anything that you believe in, it could all fall to the floor and be over. But you have to pick yourself up. If you don't pick yourself up, you're not going to get up. Nobody else is going to come do it for you unless you say a prayer that's the only person that's gonna be able to get you up that's yeah it. so believe in yourself there's always going to be somebody to tell you you can't they've been telling women they can't for forever and then they've been telling black women they can't for even longer than that so you have to believe in yourself because if you don't nobody else will and take care of yourself and be cautious be safe be around the people who are going to protect you be around people who care about you and want the best for you and protect yourself as much as you can yes definitely you the truth man you need, to start, you need to start speaking more yeah <laughs> for real because you be seeing so much real stuff you got so much wisdom thank you like seriously you need to go into where that you know start talking <laughs> yeah you do you really do because like if you think about it your age range women don't have Mm -hmm. they're not they're not talking like you mm -hmm. like they not it's like they they mind is somewhere else to a right. point it's like it's just closed yeah. it's like really closed so with you being there like you are a man you, you are a great example to the point you can pave the way for many young girls that's your age any younger than you and probably even some women mm -hmm. for real to a point where you could just like Tell them what it is because you're straightforward. Right. You don't care. You just you just a straight line. It's no great. And I'll be very honest with you. I have yeah. to let that, but I had the best of both worlds. I've lived. I'm from Harlem, so 
I've lived in the pissy hallways and the pissy elevators, and then I've lived in luxury homes and drove in luxury cars and took the yeah. train. And I've had the absolute best of both worlds. I've had periods of my life where only my mom was around and my dad wasn't. I've had a period of my life where I was only with my grandmother and my mom was always working. My dad was always working. So I know what it's like to be without, but I also know what it's like to have. And I also know what it's like to get it myself. And you have to not want to be in a situation to make a situation better for yourself. You have Definitely. to not want to feel unhappy. You have to not want to feel uncomfortable. You have to go after whatever it is that you want. And I do believe that, you know, like, I could speak to women. I could, you know, encourage people to do certain things and, you know, just be a be a, a voice for people to hear. But I'm very hesitant on the don't want to say something that will ruin everything for me. Like, you know, before I even but get to where I'm at. So you, what you got to realize is your testimony and who you are as a woman, it, it makes you, it makes people view you like, damn, like she really know what she's talking about. Like, I think you need to get beside of opinions of people. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're creating your own path. And you got to think about it. That person, they they probably done been through worse than you, done worse mm -hmm. than you, and done all types of stuff. I understand that you're cautious and everything. You trying to make your way to the top, but your realness will keep your respect there. It'll keep Absolutely. your sanity there. It'll keep everything there to a point. As long as you expressing yourself and you being you, somebody is going to notice you and somebody is going to bring you in. And I think you need to try to get, get your way into that by sharing right. everything about you, like who you are. Right. Instead of being cautious of things which you say because you have a voice. Right. But I understand why you do that too. But at the same time, you have to figure out the verbiage that you have to use. Right. Exactly. For you to be able to do that because you was the shit for real. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, seriously, you Thank really you. are. So if you need some encouragement or something, I'm here. Well, thank you. Give it I'll hype you, you up. <laughs> I'll hype you up. But thank seriously, you. I want you to really think about that. Pray mm -hmm. about it. And yes. Because you that's another calling that you have. Mm -hmm. And and I'm I'm getting it from you like heavy right now I'm, I'm enjoying our conversation mm. like seriously because you thank know you. thank you so much <laughs> i'm well, i'm make it happen true definitely gonna make no, it happen i, I know you is <laughs> you're gonna do it yes <laughs> that's a, that could be another that could be another yeah. income for you mm -hmm. like another seriously yeah. definitely so mm -hmm. look into it let me know I how will. it goes i promise girl you're gonna be right there and be like listen i gotta go speak to somebody i gotta speak to these girls at this school so i need you to come here so you can encourage me oh i'll so be here for me center. for mm. real because you man i got a girls program too oh, they, there we go they oh. love to hear talk to you perfect seriously because that's how i talk to them mm -hmm. let's do it yeah and that's yeah seriously and that's why i have this podcast because people need to start hearing real shit just not yeah. know like sugarcoating nothing like we just need to just let it all out yeah. because i think people hide behind stuff for so long like just be yourself and release yeah. it because mm -hmm. yeah. we don't want to be judged and you know yeah, and, and yeah, i get yeah, it and it's like, all that. 
especially especially as women we are for me i am i am emotional like i feel everything and like sometimes i'm i'm sometimes i'm i'm in my mood where i don't know how to put myself out of it but i don't know how to go to somebody else and be like yo like what should i do like what advice should i get and i feel like some sometimes people really need to hear like girl you good like you're fine like you're you're going to be okay so yeah i definitely think that's something i will definitely look into wait you just need that booze we'll just know i'm here thank you <laughs> All right. Have a good night and thank, thank you so you. much. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Life Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast, and check out our YouTube page as well. And make sure you subscribe. You can also look onto our website and you can purchase merchandise and listen to the podcast episodes. I am Yvette Lloyd. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Take care of yourself and others you love dearly.